Hi, I'm Mike Morales. You've been watching or watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our <laughs> platforms. We're in two different time zones, folks. I'm Mike Morales in San Antonio, Texas, and that gentleman is... Uh, Felipe de Herrera. I'm in the UK, Essex. That's it. Come visit. He's, he's, he's in the UK, and yes, it's six, seven, six hours? It's a six hours or five hours from it's, Texas? Uh, it's 20 to 10 in the evening here. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's late. Okay, well, we're going to hurry up. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I'm a... I'm, bra I'm We're breaking into your drinking hours, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be up till Tuesday, so don't worry about it. Ah, there you go. Um, we have been... We're very excited. This is our first ever on Tequila Aficionado Bacanora. And this is coming to us from uh, Novel Spirits and M, I believe it's M&A um, uh, Wine and Spirits out of the UK. They are related. They are uh, two different branches of the same company. And this is our first Bacanora. Now, uh, Felipe and I, we've been dissecting it probably longer than we should, but it's such a new spirit to us using, using uh, Augustifolia Ha. And it's 100%. It does have its own denomination of origin. It is out of Sonora, Mexico. This particular brand, I believe, is being, uh, uh, it, it is being curated by two women, which is really uh, unusual, and, and kudos to them. Uh, the, the one uh, lady, uh, Adriana Torres de la Huerta, and also she has a partner. Uh, in, she's kind of like the partner in crime. And her name is uh, uh, Alma Lourdes Peña Gomez. And the, and the two of them have brought Pascola to, to the importers. And this is the first of several Bacanoras. They've promised us several more Bacanoras. So you and I will be experimenting with these th throughout its... Yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really anxious to... You know, the, the Blanco, uh, again, as you can see, I've been through like a third of the bottle. They're all at 42 ABV. Um, did they say how, how long it's been aged for this on Uh At least a year. So okay. 12 months. Well, yeah, so it has to be it has to be 12 months. I mean, in, mm. for tequila, it has to be 12 months. I'm not sure yeah. what, what the, the normas say for, uh, for Bacanora. Now, this does have its own denomination of origin that uh, was, was granted to... to to the state uh, in 2005, it was illegal uh, in the 20th century. And since since 1915, I think it was it was moonshine and till what 95? 92. It's been legal. For, it's only been legal for 26 years. Yeah. So, for those of you who I, I was telling Felipe uh, a story about the the first person that I know of that was drinking bacanora as a young man was uh, Roger Klein of Roger Klein and the Peacemakers and, and uh, Mexican Moonshine Tequila. He grew up in Southern Arizona and would tell me stories about how he would help his grandfather on the ranch and, and, and the guys would, you know, after a hard day's work, they would be, they would share some Bacanora. And it's like, really? Man, I thought that stuff was, that really was moonshine. That was, that was not, you know, that was that wasn't even legal, but I love it that that he has that, uh, you know, that he has that background, that that palate for the for the rustic, and the more authentic flavor. So, um, 
I, I like the legs and tears and the color on this one. Look at yeah. If you didn't know what you were drinking, what what does it look like? Looks like a nice like a nice whiskey, doesn't it? It does. It looks like a very uh I'm not too sure if that's how much a deeper color that is to the wrapper. Well can you see can you see mine? This is on a Glencairn I'm that's, using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's proper golden, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's actually deeper and richer than 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 it looks like. You know, it comes in a frosted bottle, so that could be the uh, th that could be a little deceptive, I think. But yeah, the reposado was was like a light gold color, and I'm not sure if you can even see what I have. Here's the repo right there. Of course, my lighting's a little bit different here. Yeah, I still I still, have, I still have plenty of daylight left out here in Texas, so. But it, yeah, but that it is, is different. It's deeper. It's definitely. deeper. Yes, and the legs and tears really pretty. It it, it it's not uh, glycerin clingy or anything. It just sheets beautifully, and and it's not too runny, which is nice. It's, it's very pretty, very attractive in in the glass. Oh, hello. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Adios. That's a problem. Adios. See you later. Oh, my goodness. Where's the oak? Where's the wood? It's there. It's, it's just base. Well, yeah, it's it's almost like we're like we're re-smelling the, the, the Blanco, the silver. But the wood notes are still there. You, I, I, maybe it just needs to, to open up a little bit more. But yeah, especially after the repo, yeah, I was expecting, <clears throat> I was expecting a little bit more, a little bit more wood on the nose. Yeah, but I mean it's there for sure. But the first impression is that it's not as much as I thought there would be. So you're disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> In general, in existentially. General. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in life in general. Come on. No, 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 not I mean, as it, as it pertains to the glass. Ding -dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> really, you went there with me? <laughs> oh well, that does. That's it. Our show's done now. <laughs> And that, folks, is why I drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Now, I'm liking that though. Getting swiftly back on track. Yeah. Now, you know, it's it's almost as if it's opening up, and it and it's. It, I don't want to say they're clashing. It's trying like they're they're taking turns. It's going like like it's going back and forth. They're trying to balance hmm. themselves. Like some one pass you'll get wood, one pass you'll get more plant. And and you didn't go through any of the bottles. You've just popped those all open, right? It's a, mm. It wasn't like you had any at all, right? No, no. Yeah. The funny thing is the fruit of, of this plant combined with the wood reminds me a little bit of, of, of old school Chinaco where you would taste a little bit of pear, just, just a hair of, of some pear. Like a dried pear, maybe, or, or some yeah. dried fruit, maybe. But but it's just a just a 
just a whisper. It does kind of remind me of the blank cone. But, but different. <laughs> well, yeah. I know it's... There's there's a there's a there's a lot going on in here. Yeah, I mean, it's almost got some floral to it, but then no, it it doesn't. I don't I don't detect the sweeter notes that we did in the reposado because I did get mm. like caramel and honey, you know, that you normally would get from a from from a whiskey barrel, you know. It's still impressive. I'm even getting some mint, but I think that's the wood that's doing that. I'm getting like a, just, just a whiff of mint, but I, but I do that. I, I get that a lot from from whiskey barrels. It, it's a, it's the char will give me like an herb, like a spearmint, or or something, and it's just a, right. again just a whiff. See, and I don't get the spiciness. I, I think I think I got more of the of the spiciness, and I'm I'm, luck, I'm I'm talking more like oven spiciness in the repo than I am getting off mm. of this one. The thing is, as well with this, is it smells clean. <clears throat> it smells clean, do you know? It's... Yeah. Well, again, uh, just just to let you know, this is I go through a, I've been a, through a mm. third of the bottle in in one night just watching TV. No, you know, not not keeping track. And and I told Felipe, I said, there's no buzz. I I'm literally not. You know, there are some mescals where I have two 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 drinks. You know, maybe a little bit more than this. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm satisfied. And some tequilas take more or less, but with this mm. with this bacanora, it's going down dangerously quickly. And the only the only effect that I had with the blanco was that it, it opened up my appetite. I, I was hungry, which, you know, yeah. I've I've heard that said about some sotols, for instance. When I, I was talking with Felipe off camera, that the the family, the Hakis family, that makes por siempre. When I asked him, I said, "Well, what's the buzz like?" And he goes, "You know, honestly, you get the munchies," <laughs> and and that's you know, and, and I think that's a sign of of a very clean spirit. Yeah, you know where where it just it, it's a forty two ABV, folks. So it's not it's no lightweight. No. You know, it's not Mexican bottling either. So it's not like a thirty eight or thirty six like some tequilas will come that way. Do you get the munchies for anything specific? Do you like you know? Is it like a, you know? Sometimes you could get more a craving from like maybe something carby. Well, see, the, the, when I say munchies, I just mean I get hungry. You know, I it's not like just I jam, it, right? not, no, no, but not like a craving. You know, like like I crave chips or salsa or guac or or you know meat mm. or something like that. It's just I just get hungry. It you know it's like a, a pair of teeth will open your appetite. That's what it's designed to do. A digestive, oh, yeah. you know, you have the, a digestive. You wait till after dinner, and it helps digest. And this one just opens up your appetite, so you get hungry for whatever it is you get hungry for. And I've heard that said about other Mexican spirits, but I gotta dive in. I gotta, I gotta taste this. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. Really. Mm 
That's interesting. I got it's you. almost like so. It's, it's almost like a reverse from the repo. You know, when you get a hit, what I had then. Say so with the repos, you get like a hit and then it dissipates. As in my mouth, there's not a lot, and then I swallow, and then all the flavor comes out. Right. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot more action on the finish, and and the retronasal probably from mid palate on is where all the action is. Yeah. Because the smoky nose doesn't go away. It's there. It's not, like I say, it's not uh, offensive in any way. It's, it is part of the aromas and the aroma profile. Um, for me, the, the, the more of this I had during the evening that, that I've had these, the more the smoke clung to my palate, you know, uh, coated my palate, kind of like having mm -hmm. just a cigar. When you, when you have a cigar without, you know, without any, uh, um, any chaser of any type, like a coffee, where you're, 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 you're uh, cleansing your palate, when there's no palate cleanser to go with it, and you're just having a cigar, or like you said earlier, and it gets in your hair or your clothes, that's, that's the taste, that's the, that's the only effect that I'm getting. And, and it's really weird, because I don't get that from Mescal's. No. This, is the, this is the first of a Bacanora, where 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 the smoke coats your palate. It's really really mm. interesting. And it's a gradual coating. It's it's almost like a I tell people when when you had salsas that are made with habaneros, a good salsa with a habanero, you're going to go for one chip, two chips, three chips and you get to like four or five and then it start then the heat becomes gradual. The oils mm. start to stay on your on your palate. Then you got to back off until <laughs> that calms down, and then you go back for more because it's uh, and that's an art to play with with chili peppers like that. And so I'd imagine it's the same way, you know, with with uh, a mezcal or a bacanora. It's just a gradual smokiness that that overtakes your palate. Mm. It's a. Uh, I'll take this one over the repo, though. I, I thought we would. I thought that I, when I when I because you know I, I, ahead of time I knew that Felipe and I would be doing these uh, because the the the, uh, the importation company is also based in the UK. So obviously uh, Felipe is going to be the, our guy there, and and I thought that you would like this the best because because you you said in the reposado you were you were perturbed because <laughs> you know it was. It was confusing to, you know, if you're not used to having this kind of mm. Mexican spirit, you know, um, you're not sure where to go with it. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of pulled in, in like three different directions. Thankfully, I, I've had Sotols, and so I kind of knew mm. kind of what to expect. But, you know, every, every, every agave spirit's different. So, you know, and I've had several now from out of the denomination of origins of, of tequila and mezcal. But I'm really impressed by the way this plant behaves in wood. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, the process, from what we've read, the process is, is uh, wood and, uh, excuse me, uh, it is a uh, 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 brick and stone oven baked. Yeah. Uh, they, I guess they use this is these are, this is fed with uh, wood. That's how it's heated with mesquite wood. So um, 
I'm not sure about the fermentation part of it. I, they probably, you know, macerated with a stone wheel. I think that's what, what we found out. Yeah. And then they take this and the fibers and throw it in the fermentation. I'm not sure what the distillation process is. This, this spirit is so new, and there are so many questions about this particular line, um, you know, that, it's, it's, that we're being introduced to. Yeah, well, the, the Blanco I've got down as being double distilled. Right. But nothing, nothing for the other two. Well, I couldn't find I anything on the other two. I imagine the other two, they, you know, they have to be double distilled, or, or at least, the, you know, again, the the normas for tequila and the normas for mezcal are two different things. But mm. ordinarily, you know, there's a double distillation just just for safety's sake, you know. Yeah. Because you don't want to be drinking the fusel oil, but everybody, anybody who distills knows that. That double distillation is what it takes to remove all the all the bad alcohols, and then what you have left is the hand of the maker and the process up until that point. So, you know, uh, we know it's double distilled. It, it probably starts off with the silver, and from what I can tell, it goes down really, really well. You know, almost yeah. dangerously well. So, would you would you be tempted to to pair this with a cigar? Yeah, it'd have to be mild, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think I so. Think, I nothing think so. too overpowering. Lovely nose. Whatever, whatever the wood that they're, they're well, it's an oak that they're resting it in. I, we're assuming it's 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 whiskey as opposed to bourbon. Mm. I tell you, if you can get your hands on a Oya de Monterey, something like a an Epic. That would probably go well with that. Uh, just so happens I have a couple. <laughs> yeah. We know what you'll be doing after we sign off. <laughs> after I put it in the margaritas. <laughs> yeah, that, well, yeah, you float it on your margarita, yeah. I, I'm totally, totally impressed with with how this is. Yeah. You know, uh, again, this company and, and Bacanora, all other agave spirits need to... Need to uh, uh, step up, I think, because mm. of the the uncertainty in the tequila industry, the unrest in the mezcal industry that we're going through right now. I think uh, I think other agave spirits from other states, with, with or without a denomination of origin, are are should be poised to pick up the slack because um, the craft trend has has uh, influenced a lot of consumers. Where they're going to be looking for the next crafty thing, and and I think I think Bacanora should should obviously take a, a nice chunk mm. of that of that craft market. Um, you know what I like about this as well is that when I when I was uh, in one of the tequila fest, they had a uh, different mezcals, and there was a I I can't honestly think of the name of the brand, but you could get uh, the mezcal and it would tell you from what field it come from. Do you know, oh, and you could, oh, yeah. you could you could you could pick bits and pieces and there's this one and you know like um if you have a child you don't give them too many options for, yeah, for right. dinner you know fish and chips or like, <laughs> fish fingers or yeah i don't know mole or something Do you know, this is just like there it is it's in the bottle and it's uh, it's really really good there's nothing too complicated about it you don't have to sit down with pescolo and go well do i want it from this field or one a mile away you know, it's like, yeah. I think I think they want to win with that, 
because that will be the if you see it on the shelf ah oh, like Blanca you take it whereas the other ones when you have these very specifics you would stand there for like half an hour on your phone trying to Google which one right. goes you know right. it's it's yeah that's yeah I'm, I'm well, good with that the, the thing the thing of it is I understand as I understand the Norma the denomination of origin for Bacanora it can only be made from one plant to my knowledge Whereas mescal, yeah. you know, you have this variety of plants, and as I said, you know, uh, Lisa prefers one plant over the other. I think we've all had enough espadine that were, you know, that's when the other plants became more popular because mm. each one brought a different flavor profile to to the to the show. But you're right with with Pascola, you know, if it's only made from one plant, then the, really the only difference is the hand of the maker. And the process, yeah, and and the gals that are bringing this to us, the the the, uh, the gals who are curating this, to to be imported into the United States and the UK, have done a great job sourcing where they're getting who who is producing it. You know, we don't know a whole lot. We don't know if it comes from several producers. We don't know if it comes from one producer. Um, we don't know if they're the ones distilling it. I I I don't think so. But again, you know, I could be wrong. There, there's a lot of things, that, a lot of questions that, that need to be answered. But you're right. The nice thing is, the the the, it's a simple choice. Do you like mm. it? And do you like it aged or not? And then you just go from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm impressed with the aging of it as well. Like you said before, usually the blank you go for the silvers, the blancos for it, and you know, that that makes a lot a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, just to. To give it that twist on it, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's obviously other mezcals, etc., that that do that, but I, I like that. It's just it gives you the the nice choice of it, and it's not. And neither of them is the smoke overpowering at all. It's just I could I could drink all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, happily. Well, the the beautiful part of it is this plant is is it has the characteristic has enough character in it that that you don't right now you don't have to go looking for other plants you know that this 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 plant is has enough character to keep you guessing and 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 experiencing it you know um for quite a while you you could really you could play just with the nose you know like i said i, I really enjoyed my 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 time uh it's just I'm really surprised that it goes down as smooth as it did. And, and when I say smooth, I don't mm. mean the flavor profile. What I mean is it just—it seems to disappear quite quickly. It's without, easy, isn't it? Yeah, it's too easy. Smooth is the wrong word. It's just—it's too easy. It's too dangerously easy. Mm. And and and, then, and you know maybe that's a good thing for for the uh, for the the, the Bacanora industry. It's it's in its well, infancy right now. So I don't know what the uh, like say the palate of a. Uh... Say so the palate of the majority. I don't know what it's like, but a lot of people don't like. Uh, I don't, it was like in England with food. You can go into like a, a restaurant and say, "Oh, this is incredibly spicy." You order it and you go, "Is it like what's going on?" Because they have to they have to uh, accommodate for the majority palate, right? Right. And not, the people that I've met over the years um, don't go for the strong, overpowering flavors and everything. And smoke is very it's a very distinctive flavor isn't it yes. if you can get a smoky drink 
where it doesn't over, it's not overbearing you get like a nice hit of oak and everything that we've had with it I think you could be on a winner with it but you it'll be good it would be good to try other back on ours to see, see how it, they compare you see you're hooked aren't you <laughs> no, exactly, no I can stop anytime I want it's <laughs> exactly what I said this is congratulations to, to Novel Spirits uh Brenda Promise, I think, uh, for in the Bacchanora category, it is at a 42 ABV. You will be seeing a lot of this come summertime. Yeah. Um, and and congratulations to these folks and for, for really being on the cutting edge. I, I think they are really poised to make a big splash. Congratulations to them and to uh, the two gals that brought the, you know, that are curating this, this brand to bring to us in, in the UK and, and the US. Thank you, Senor, for, for staying up late with us. I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, you've been watching uh, something off the cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our platforms. If you're watching us on, on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're watching us on, on listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, that's the gentleman who's, who's beautiful brogue you've been, you've been hearing, uh, the dulcet tones of, of Felipe Herida. And, uh, dulcet. Dulcet, yeah. yeah. Look that one up in the dictionary, pal. <laughs> I, I quite like that on more of my Christmas list. <laughs> I still got to figure out what the hell existential meant. Anyway. <laughs> anyway Next been, week, I'm going to use the word pericobobulate. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> You've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff. And um, hey, stick with us. We will, we're everywhere where you need to be. But whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely, folks. I'm Mike Morales. I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media. And I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one, if you'd like us to review your Agave Spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email, mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, if your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the tequila PR side of things. Just email me, mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a brand of promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us, or to go with us, on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email, tours at tequilaaficionado.com, and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.